All right, this is going to be a short and sweet one, but I want to get this information out to you because I have went down the rabbit hole a second time and the information is fresh in my head. And I want, I want to talk about this real quick because I think it might be important for anybody that's installing uh, appliances that are natural gas fed from an, an existing pipe system that, that's already in a home or a building. So this whole thing started a few years back. And what had happened is I was piping in a stove, okay, and I was using copper for a natural gas uh, stove. And I'm like, copper, yeah, quality product. You got to make some nice flares and make sure that it's not leaking. It seems like it's a legit way to run a, a secondary line off of a main rigid line, like a black iron line, to me anyway at the time. Uh but I posted about it online and some guys like, uh, you're a hack if you use copper. And I didn't understand it because I mean, copper is expensive for one. And like I said, you got to make nice proper flares. And it seemed to me like a quality way to run a secondary gas line off of a main. Well, apparently as he explained in, in a, I don't, don't remember if he explained it in, in a professional type way. A lot of these people jump online. You, you know, you see the comments. They jump online and they don't really explain things in a professional way. They call you a hack and get their point across by trying to belittle you in, in a way, right? So what he explained was that you can get these black powdery flakes that generate inside a copper line with natural gas and those powdery black flakes known as copper sulfide end up clogging up your gas valve. And obviously if you clog up your gas valve, you're not going to have any flow to your appliance. So that's kind of how it started. And then I went down the rabbit hole from there. So natural gas has a chemical component in it called hydrogen sulfide, which is uh, H2S for short. Now, apparently it's poisonous. It's colorless. It's uh mildly corrosive it's soluble in water and it's got that rotten egg kind of smell because of the sulfur that's in it right now there's there's a paper from the uk that i read that uh talks about h2s and how it was causing this copper sulfide to be created within the pipe and clogging up these valves that was the first paper it's like a pdf form you gotta i can't remember the exact terms i used on google to find it but if you google uh copper sulfide natural gas type wording you'll end up probably coming across this uh this pdf that's from the uk now i didn't stop there i went a little bit deeper and i found out a little bit more now my utility here enbridge for gas natural gas says that their natural gas, because natural gas has a, a moisture content in it. I, I mean, there might be some places that have zero, but I, I highly doubt it because that would be diff super difficult to, to achieve. But my, my utility here says that their, their moisture content and their natural gas is less than 65 milliliters per meter cubed of gas. It seems like a lot, 65 milliliters inside of a cubic meter. It just seems like a lot to me but it's less than according to them, but who knows, right? Cause no, I didn't go measure it myself. I'm just telling you what they put online. Now with water and H2S, what happens is you create a sulfuric acid. This is how, this is when I went deeper, right? Me going deeper was not stopping at this 
paper from the UK, me going deeper is like, wait a minute, there's got to be more to this. And yeah, there's water, there's a water content in natural gas. And the water uh, coming in contact with the H2S creates sulfuric acid. That can't be a good thing inside of, uh, inside of a, a system that carries natural gas that is made of metal, right? It can't be. Okay, so I had to move back from the microphone on my phone because that's what I'm using to record this, just so I can read you a paragraph from a study here that I came across. Now, unfortunately, the study, I can't read the entire thing because it has a, uh, you got to buy it or you have to be connected to the, the institution that it comes from or something like that. It's some weird site. But anyway, there's a paragraph here that I can read you that kind of speaks to what I'm talking about. It says, Burrell found that sulfuric acid acted on copper at ordinary temperatures if sufficient time were given. He claimed that sulfur dioxide produced was dissolved in the acid and attacked copper, forming copper sulfide and oxide, the latter being dissolved in the acid. So in a nutshell, what he's claiming is that the sulfuric acid and copper created a sulfur dioxide. It was produced and then it was dissolved into the acid. And then it attacked the copper, forming copper sulfide and copper oxide, the latter being dissolved in the acid. So the oxide was dissolved in the acid from the, from the claim, but the sulfide was not. So if it's not dissolved in the acid, it's left to travel down the pipe. And where is it going to end? It's going to end up at the end of the line where the gas valve is. So this paragraph seems to bring all of this together with the H2S and the water creating sulfuric acid, the sulfuric acid and the copper creating sulfur dioxide, and then attacking the pipe and then forming the sulfide that gets caught in the valves. So what, is, what does this all mean? What this means for me is that I think I'm going to avoid copper for natural gas installs as much as I can, where I can. I mean, I always say never say never, or never say always in air quotes, because nothing is 100% ever. I mean, nothing is ever absolute in, in this world and in this trade, except for, I mean, the the, <laughs> the cliche death and taxes, right? I, I mean, how many times has something, somebody told you to always do that, do it that way, and then you run into a scenario, uh, maybe it's one out of every thousand times, but you run into a scenario where you're like, okay, I can't do it that way. I have to do it this way because of this. So I always say nothing's ever absolute and it can't ever always be always or always be never in air quotes. So anyway, that's why I said, um, I'm going to try where I can not to use copper anymore and use corrugated stainless steel as much as I can, where I can. And I actually want to get gas tight onto the podcast to speak about uh, proper installations best practices, uh, and also bonding, because bonding is a big topic when it comes to um, using a corrugated stainless steel pipe. And they also have a product where um, it actually, you don't have to bond the, uh, the nut, because it makes a solid connection between the stainless steel pipe and, and the appliance you're connecting it to. As long as something in that system is already bonded, you don't have to bond the nut where some manufacturers want you to do it. Anyway, it, it's a whole big shit show. It's a whole big scenario where we got to get some some uh, real professionals that know this stuff from the manufacturer on here to talk about it. And look for that. I just got a couple of people um, 
couple of names where I can contact and try to get this this on the move. So look for a gas tight conversation, hopefully, right, in the near future. Anyway, guys, that's it. I wanted to bring this to your attention. Just you can go down the rabbit hole yourself. And if you find anything else that piques your interest or anything I didn't mention or something that I may have screwed up during this conversation, reach out to me and we can have this discussion as long as it's a professional debate.